Hey there, my amazing perimenopausal sisters. This is episode nine of the Period Whisperer podcast, where I'm going to shed a little light on the truth about that luteal phase edginess and crankiness we get and offer a few key life and food hacks to help you feel better and happier in your skin during that time of the month. So if you're ready to learn more about your body and find some much-deserved relief, let's dive in right after I read the review of the week. So many of you have reached out and shared such positive feedback after hearing the pod so far, and I'm really grateful. This week's review of the week is from NatCal8, who says, Love the podcast. Bria breaks down in a very manageable way how to improve in multiple areas that impact women's health. I feel like I've learned how to pay attention to signs my body was giving and what those signs mean and ways to correct those issues. I feel like my perspective has changed after listening to what Bria has shared about weight loss, where my motivation comes from, and ultimately what my health goals are. I listen to a lot of health podcasts, and this one is one of the best. Thank you so much for that review, Nat Cal. My greatest mission is to really get this info into the hands and bodies of more women. So please share your thoughts in a review, and I will keep reading them here. Now, let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, hey. Okay, so tell me today, how is your body feeling right now? Depending on where you are in your hormone rhythm, whether you are deep into perimenopause or premenopause, uh, or whether you don't even bleed at all, how you feel is really dictated so much by this hormone balance and hormone rhythm that we have. And the challenge with moving into perimenopause is that we naturally become imbalanced as we shift out of this, what we call infradian rhythm, this 28-day rhythm of our female sex hormones um, into really a period where we don't have that same hormone sway anymore and and ultimately it's in the beginning and throughout our entire reproductive years it's kind of this beautiful orchestra of of uh, of hormones that you know harmonize together and come together and when all of a sudden we move into this next classic time of our life I like to call it that's when we really start to experience the shifts and we want to understand those shifts we want to um, better understand what's happening in our body so we can lessen the frustration frustration and feeling. But tell me if this sounds familiar, because what I, I've heard this my entire life, and I have felt this in myself for so long, that without fail, I would reach this 
you know, what they call this premenstrual part of your of your month, you know, those that week or two before your period where I, w- I would start to feel a little edgy and frustrated, just a little more intolerant. Like everyone seems to be bugging me a little bit more. Everything seems to be less manageable. I'd get overwhelmed a little bit more easily. And if I'm really full in life, I could completely lose it. And and I would honestly sometimes think like, why is everyone annoying me? Um, and and. I think what is so critical to understand here is that I felt like this was normal and chalked it up to like, oh, well, it's just PMS. It's just PMS based on television shows and what we're taught by, you know, doctors in school right now, which is very minimal about the female body. In fact, I remember one of the first times I ever heard or tried to learn what PMS was. I was watching Roseanne. I don't know if you ever saw that sitcom when you were younger. I don't even think I was supposed to be watching it, but I watched it and there was this whole episode on how insane Roseanne got, like how angry and how everyone had to walk on eggshells around her during this PMS week. Um, and it was it's so indicative of how we are taught about PMS these days about how our bodies work we're just told that we're cranky during this time and it's normal it's our fault and then I had an opportunity a few months ago to actually speak with a a group of young girls kind of in that puberty age really just getting their periods and and I asked them you know what what they heard from other people about that felt like maybe a stigma around their period. And and certainly a common theme was that if they were feeling cranky or bitchy, someone would inevitably, a boy specifically, might be like, oh, you're PMSing. So this is the message that we're given, even from such a young age, all the way through into menopause, that it is just how it is and we need to accept it. And it's, and it's really our problem to deal with. And that's why I really wanted to talk about this topic today because as I dove into my research around you know the female body and the impact that it has on uh, how you know how we lose weight and how we feel and our energy as I dove into this as a holistic health coach I learned a couple of key things that kind of make me go hmm when it comes to these sitcoms and these messages we're getting Um, and, and sort of here are the three things that that popped up for me that I think is so important that I share with you today that no one is really telling us. Number one, our brain actually shifts, like the female brain, you know, in this 28-day span, actually shifts and changes 25%. I mean, no wonder sometimes we can feel like one person half the month and another person half the month, because such a significant change happens in our brain. Now, it doesn't change who we are fundamentally, but what it changes is more of our social desires, um, more of, you know, whether we want to be introverted or more extroverted. Our follicular phase and our ovulation phase, which are, you know, the first sort of two weeks after our period ends, are is a time when we're much more social. And that's designed to get us out, right? To get us to this peak in our ovulation where we're ready to to reproduce. Like, that is how our body works and how, you know... I guess evolution has taught us to be. Um, But as we move into this second phase of of our two cycles or of our whole cycle, where we're moving into what we call the luteal phase, those kind of last, you know, 10 to 12 days or eight to 12 days before we bleed in our bleed week, we actually shift in our brain into a more introverted time. And that logically makes sense because if our bodies are preparing to, you know, receive an egg and um, and actually implant that egg, it's naturally shifting us to a more 
quieter part of of the month so we can be quiet we can be calm we can let our body handle all the things that are happening so understanding that our brain actually makes this shift is really critical because the world kind of demands us to stay at the same energy at the same social capacity that um, that we are all month long you know we're supposed to be happy and positive and help people and present and not ruffle feathers and these are the memos that we're given and ex- things that are expected of us but it's just simply not how females the half the population of the earth are designed to be number two is that our energy shifts actually quite significantly as well so how much energy our metabolism requires and is burning in the first half of our cycle that follicular and ovulation period is significantly less than what is happening in the later half of our cycle so in this luteal phase where we can get a little bit edgy a little bit cranky what's happening in here is that we are burning upwards of 250 to 350 more calories plus our cortisol is more elevated so we're already naturally in a place where we have higher demands and we're not necessarily fueling those demands right again our work schedule our nutrition plans none of them accommodate for the fact that we're shifting into a more introverted period and we're shifting into a time where we have more caloric needs or more rest needs and all of this kind of culminates into number three which is where burnout begins to happen. So here we are thinking that we are just edgy and cranky and it's just hormones, but it's not. It's actually, in fact, that we... what what our body is requiring is a little different, a little more calm, a little more food, a little more energy, and a little less activity during this time. And what you'll notice is when you start to make these shifts for your own body, when you start to shift into a place where you are not um, demanding that equal amount of energy and and productivity let's call it out of your body in these last two phases this luteal phase then you can actually realize that it's a really good time to still kind of close out tasks and projects for you to actually wind down in a workout program and still really get the productivity that you want it just needs to be looked at in a different way and the big piece that I really want to underline that blew my mind throughout all of this that nobody talks about is how estrogen which is really a dominant hormone for us in the first two phases of our cycle really begins to tank in our luteal phase and it is actually known as like the rose-colored glasses hormones. So here we are thinking that we're being ourselves and we're being like, you know, amenable and happy and grateful and this is who we are in the first half of our cycle and then we're just bitchy and cranky in the second half. But in fact we're actually being glossed over a little bit, you know, this estrogen when it surges in the first two two phases of our cycle, it's like putting on these rose-colored glasses so we become more amenable. And that is truly, you know, when you look at like evolution and the science of our bodies, it's truly to make us more, I guess, lenient and desirable and desired to actually procreate. But that's not how we feel when you take off the rose-colored glasses and we really get into that more introverted period of our life in, in this luteal phase. 
That's how we feel. So when in fact people are telling us it's us, it's us, it's us all the time, it's not. That is a time where the things that we normally gloss over that are bothering us actually become really apparent. And instead of instead of pretending it away, thinking, oh, this is just how we feel when, you know, we're bitchy and hormonal, that is actually a time for us to make note of what is bothering us most in our life and maybe consider making a change there. Knowing this info is so key. It's what allows us to have self-compassion. It's what allows us to trust our bodies and what they're really saying to us and to actually begin pay attention to the whispers they are providing us. Because if we listen to what is consistently bugging us in our luteal phase that's being glossed over in our follicular and our ovulation phases, then we can start to make the changes in our life that help us feel happier overall. And if we recognize that what our body needs during that time is a little more a little more food in the day, a little less pressure, you know, a little more quiet time, those small shifts every single day can make such a significant shift in that edginess that we feel that the world keeps telling us is our fault, which it's not. So I have some quick fixes for you that that you can implement immediately, of course, that can really help you, um, you know, start to make this shift for yourself. So you don't just feel like you want to bite anyone's head off in this time and that you don't just feel like it's your fault. There was definitely a period of time, I know, for me where I was like, "Ugh, I'm sick of my own skin. Like, I'm so frustrated with feeling this way. But I kept thinking like, oh, it's just my hormones, but it's not. I'm not listening to what my body is saying to me, both physiologically and lifestyle-wise. So I wasn't able to provide the basic needs of what my body required. All right, so here are my three things. Grab a pen, grab your audio notes. Number one is more sleep more quiet time and downtime during this luteal phase. And again, that is the 12 to 14 days before you bleed and even into those first few days of when you bleed. Take this time to rest a little more. Women actually require more sleep than men. So do not feel badly for sleeping in a little bit extra, for asking a little bit more of your partner, for taking a nap, for getting out for that walk on your own. Number two, you want to journal your thoughts and find patterns in what is really bothering you to make a change. If you're noticing the same things are irritating you during your luteal phase month after month, maybe it's time to talk to your your partner or, or your boss or whatever it is that consistently is bothering you to make some lifestyle shifts and create some peace for you that you deserve. Number three, lean into your nourishing foods, um, which means slower workouts if you're going to have to work out, no caffeine on an empty stomach, right? We don't want to spike that cortisol even more and irritate the body. More carbs in the morning. Do not be afraid to have carbohydrates in the morning and of course greens first on that empty stomach. When you layer yourself with greens first at every single meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you slow down the glucose spikes and the absorption of it in your body, which is really critical for even blood sugar and really critical for even hormones. Um, And that's what allows us to make, you know, small steps into feeling better and move from fat storage into fat burning. More on that on a future episode. And I guess as a final bonus, micronutrients are your friends. If you can find a really great micronutrient dense shake, then take that in every single day. You really cannot get enough micronutrients in your body. 
All right, you guys, those are your three key tips. What I want you to do, you know, I want you to, want you to consider from this episode is that if you are looking for more clear direction on this, I really want to invite you to learn more about my next gut health and hormone health protocol that will be starting in just a week in prep week. Just go to um, linktree slash forward slash the period whisperer, and I'll put this link in the show notes as well for you. Um, you can find it in my bio and Instagram or, or my cover photo on Facebook and come join us in the period whisperer community. This is where you always get all the information that I have sharing and the latest episodes and where I'm happy to come in and actually answer your questions live. Do not forget that we want to shift our focus from weight loss to life gain and it all starts with hearing the whispers that our body is giving to us. All right, you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.